0: Hello, fellow Xbox Adventurers. Welcome to this week's episode of Xbox Quest, Germany's number one podcast known for all news, reviews, and segments on the world of Xbox. On this week's show, we discuss gamescom if that's it and we review battletoads it's a good time i'm your host adam and today i'm joined as always by my little sauerkraut himself jake burton
1: Ooh, we're number one in germany already i love it
0: yeah gamescom came through and then we sweep through and just took the whole thing
1: sounds right we do the nope. best germany specific xbox-based coverage i think <laughs>
0: and nobody can disprove it <laughs>
1: No, prove that really can't. it's also a very low bar i'm sure
0: <laughs> it's like three people in germany listen to the number one xbox show anyways mm-hmm. shout out to white lane as always for the amazing intro music all right guys there's literally no news this week at all which is fine it happens not a big deal so we're gonna go ahead and get into our main quest which is Gamescom.
1: So so safe to say there is one big piece of news. And instead of we're just going to call that our main quest and go right to it.
0: Yeah. Main quest is the only thing of news. Gamescom. We're just going to go through these games. Most of them are going to be on Xbox or next gen. Some of them are only PC at the moment, whatever they'll be on consoles at some point, or they're just games that look cool. It is what it is. Uh, Jake, I'm going to let you
1: start out. So there were lots of cool things announced. Uh, at Gamescom, over the course of the handful of days that they showed stuff, and there was lots of news and new things announced and things we already knew about expanded on, and that's uh, yeah, what we're looking for in these kinds of shows, and uh, they had some pretty cool things. Um, I kind of work through our list, but the one that I've thought about the most, because this is who I am as a person, is The Sims 4 Star Wars expansion. Hell yeah, brother, let's go. Hell yes. I already enjoy The Sims 4 a whole lot. Uh, and luckily, my character that I have on there is a, a top-of-his-career astronaut, so I'm going to transition so well right into The Star Wars. So it's going to work great. Already a master of space. Um, but yeah, I like Star Wars stuff, and if there's like actual content, and, you know, I can... But my little dude just walking around Star Wars uh, environments and different ships that they can go in and all sorts of cool stuff. I am in for that. I, I, we've talked about this before. If you just let me exist in an environment like Star Wars, I will have a good time. And, uh, and that's that's literally what The Sims is. It's just existing in an environment, having a job. It's like maybe they'll I wonder if they'll expand some job options, and your job is like smuggler, Jedi Guardian. Your career is that you are trying to become a master in I don't know. There's so much things they can do that it's so weird, and, and Sims and Star Wars should not have overlap, and they do, and I love it.
0: Yeah, I believe it was something along the lines of, uh, like, you're exploring uh, Batu with the Galaxy's Edge two, yes. place. and I think they said there's some kind of story to it, but yeah, like, hanging out on Galaxy's Edge you know, so Ray and Kylo, the you know the sequel trilogy stuff will be there. Yeah, I'm with you, dude. I mean, I have seven expansions for Sims 4, and I enjoy that game as well. So, see, so yeah, I've got none
1: of the expansions, so this will be the first Sims expansion purchase since since Sims 2 on PC. I think was the last expansion I got. So this will definitely be the first for Sims 4, uh, and I think it'll be well worth it.
0: Yeah, again, throw Star Wars on anything, and I'm all about it, so...
1: We've already got a Baby Yoda uh, statue that my character has, like, wood-carved in Sims 4 already. So, they've already... They were teasing it before, I think, and now they're just like, here you go, here's all of it. Have a good time.
0: That is awesome. Yeah, I had no idea. That's cool. Uh, Next, I'll go ahead and jump and throw something at you. Dragon Age 4, behind-the-scenes trailer... Good time. Not a lot of concept stuff. A lot of, you know, not gameplay things necessarily, but I'm very excited. And I think that game's you know, probably done the two, three years away. Hopefully only two. Uh, But it just looks cool, man. I'm all about it. Like, all the art that they show, the direction, they had some voice actors pop up. They had the music. Dragon Age. Let's go. Best game of all time.
2: Okay, hold
1: on. I was going to agree with you. Don't just say that. But uh yeah, that game is so far away, but I'll I'll take whatever you want to give me on it. I uh I'm looking forward to, to the new Dragon Age. Uh but yeah, they, they were barely showing concept art. A couple moving pieces they showed were like, you know, one color blocks of humanity holding a shield and, and moving sidestepping back and forth. And I was like, okay, this is this is the testiest of test footage, but Dragon Age is cool. Show me cool concepts of character designs. I've been looking at the uh the freeze frame people clipped out of like the seven characters all standing by each other and just thinking about who those people may be and if they're old characters or new characters. And yeah, I like their format of games and I'm always looking for an opportunity for BioWare to work their way back into everyone's good graces. Not just mine.
0: Yeah, no, they had the underwater stuff look cool. Again, all concept art, but... Um,
1: yeah, underwater gameplay? Is that just like an idea or like a cutscene or like... We'll see, I guess. And there's
0: some interesting things in there about story where they're like, oh, you're, we're taking all the power away. For-. So like, maybe you're not like a king god or whatever, but it's like, oh, we're, we're the people, boots on the ground, as people love to point out with Call of Duty games. And I don't know, it doesn't matter. Like, all those games, even 2 has good parts. I'm all I
1: liked 2 a whole lot. I didn't know that two was as poorly received as it was until after I'd already played it to death and loved it. So, uh, and I, I didn't beat inquisition, but I only stopped just because of size size. And that was when I started to like move into the adult portion of my life. <laughs> and it was like, I had time to do this and play, you know, dragon age origins multiple times when I was in high school or college or whatever. You know time period that game came out. I do not have that kind of time with Inquisition, so it kind of was like this is so obnoxiously large that I'm just kind of I'm opting out for a bit and I'll get back to it, and I just never got back to it, but um but I'm still gonna play four. I like the time I did spend with Inquisition, so uh I'll take more of that, please.
0: Yep, I gotta go back to Inquisition and finish it, because I don't all the DLC, so I cannot play around. Uh, but I know what happens in the story, because, you know, I like to spoil things for myself, it's all good.
1: Mm-hmm. Especially because it's free, uh, it went PS Plus on uh, a while, couple months back, so I've got it on my PlayStation, just sitting there ready to play, and I just need to actively go and do it. And I might have to start over, I had an issue with my EA account, so I'll just start over and work from there. Oh, that was also what stopped me too, the game was big enough. But They got to the point where you're like, ah, oh, you can finally choose your like subclass, your specialization for your character. And it was just, I was paralyzed by the decision and I never chose and I never played the game again. <laughs> I forgot
2: about that. It <laughs> yeah. was like, oh, do I go the
1: champion or the blood one? Or this, this, but I don't know. I'm, I gotta, I gotta think about it and then I'll do it later. And then I thought about it for five years.
0: <laughs> I mean, You'll be able to make that decision now.
1: Still don't know what to choose. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start over. Start a new character, and then I'll do the same thing when I get that character up to the right level. <laughs> all
0: right. Well, what's next for you?
1: Oh, so I'm just gonna continue down the line. We're going thematically. Star Wars, but in Lego form. Uh, that I thought that you know I'd heard about it. I knew it was coming, but everything that I'd heard, just, I, I assumed it was just you've played all these before here's a repackaging of them all on the new consoles and the same way they've done before where they said like, here's all of the six star Wars games, Lego, and they did it last gen. And I was like, yeah, they're doing it again this gen until they showed me that footage. And I was like, this looks entirely different and awesome. Like I absolutely like that was the game that I was like, cool. They're doing that. Good for them. I didn't really get around to playing the new, Movie versions as they came out, so I think maybe now will be the good time now that it's all nine of them, but it looks like they've redone so much, and they've added the voice acting now from the old ones, and even some entire parts of gameplay look different and redone and like this looks like a brand new game, and I am super excited weirdly for a Lego Star Wars game in the year 2020.
0: Yeah, that's. I don't. I don't think it's just the old games redone. I think this is a brand new be. everything because that's what be. it looks it has like. To
2: be. Yeah, we've
0: got like, um, plane combat, like going like to trench run stuff. We've got mm-hmm. speeder bikes. Like it looks completely brand new. The pod race. The pod, pod race.
1: Ing. Mm.
0: Obi Wan fighting Grievous.
1: Where's Mars Quo? No. Uh, <laughs> that's all I'm asking. I
0: I want the Lego dude to say yippee and I'll be happy. Uh, no, yeah, absolutely. Just, you will. It looks completely brand new and I'm very excited. It's also confirmed to be PS5 and Xbox Series X because it got pushed back to next year, just bring them yep. next year. Cool. Uh, with that. And I will buy it on the next gen console. The first, when the Xbox and the PS4 launched, one of the first games I bought was Lego Marvel Super Heroes because I was like, let me get that next gen Lego. And this game was super good.
1: You got to really, you know, you got to really feel what the next gen can do. And there's no better way to do that than. By playing a Lego game.
0: The plastic looks so much better.
1: It's the ray tracing on, on plastic. plastic. Head. <laughs> 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 They'll do it. They'll figure it out. Unlock the next gen.
0: All right. Uh, next, we're going to talk about one that everyone on the internet seemed to like the most from it, and I'm never going to play it because I'm a big scaredy boy, but Little Nightmares 2. Looks really cool. People <clears> love the first game. Good for them. <clears throat> I don't like to be scared, but I under- I'm giving it its due because everyone's into it and it looks nice. I'm just like, God, the- they do it on purpose, but the way everything looks in that game is just like, no, this is act- an actual nightmare. Not a little one. That's a big nightmare. Uh, I'm out on that personally, but people like it and I'm happy for those people.
1: <laughs> yeah, good for Team Spooky Boys. I am not on that team. Uh, and yeah, I liked I liked when that was on to pretend like it wasn't happening because I was like, "This is definitely spooky." I am I am so out on this, but I mean, if if that's what you like, it looks like they're doing a good job of it because <laughs> it definitely gave me
2: vibes of things I'd never want to see. That's usually how people know it's good horror. Yeah, hey, what else you got for me? Next up. I have got on the list, and in a, in
1: another, you know, since we're on on the path of things we may not necessarily care about, but things work. Um, they gave us a lot of info on the new World of Warcraft expansion, um, uh, Shadowlands, right?
0: Uh, yeah, Shadowlands. Mm-hmm.
1: I was about to say, my brain wasn't working there, but yeah, we got a lot of shadow footage stuff about you know, Arthas, and what happens to him after he dies, and the angels and all that, and, you know, WoW lore. But that's cool. That's, you know, at this point, we're so deep, you know, 20 years after WoW came out, these expansions are for the people who are still playing WoW. I don't think they're trying to really, well, of course internally they're trying to get other people to start playing, but, you know, these are for the people who play the game, so, like, give give them the lore there that they already probably want. I'm fine with that. Some people on the internet were, being like, oh, this is just a big lore dump. It's like, yeah, it's not for you. It's for people who like World of Warcraft, and that's—I hope that's what they want because it looks cool. Like the cutscenes look fun and interesting. So, um, yeah, so that that comes out on October 27th. So, uh,
0: also yeah, bringing they that did around. did show some gameplay later, but yeah, yeah. Uh, bringing that around to Xbox. Remember, apparently that that leak for the ratings of World of Warcraft on. Xbox Series X, so maybe you'll be able to play Shadowlands this fall on That's Xbox. That's
2: right. That's
1: very true. What are you thinking, Adam? what's What's the next one that caught your eye?
0: Uh, let's see. I'm gonna go ahead and get these all out of the way because there was a lot of Star Wars. Star Wars Squadron showed off campaign yeah. stuff. You saw some uh, uh, original trilogy characters in it. And game looks real pretty and real fun, and I'm ex- very excited that game comes out in a little bit over a month from when we're recording this. It's the very beginning of October, and I am all about it. Give me that forty dollars sim. I, again, I'm a sucker for Star Wars, and it looks good. Like every time I see it, I'm like, oh yeah, this is this is the kind of game. Like forget Ace Combat Seven, give me Star Wars Squadron.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. I like that they gave us some of that. The campaign info, and I don't even necessarily want it because I'm we are decided that you know we're going to play this game, so with Star Wars I'm like, don't even tell me what the story's giving me tell me that you're giving me a story and i will I will show up and 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 like it <laughs> and uh and we'll see how it goes well you know, I guess I can't say that for Battlefront two that story was fine it was whatever um uh the new battlefront two Battlefront two PlayStation two great story a story of Star wars. But uh, but yeah. So um, it was nice to see that they're committing to it and at least showing stuff, and uh, you know, seeing Leia and Wedge Antilles that they'll be in the game is definitely giving you the firm links to the movies and the characters there. So yeah, I'm looking forward to squadrons a lot. Uh, I'm just gonna be weird playing a plane game, but we're gonna figure it out. We'll make we'll make our own squadron, Adam.
0: Gold leader standing by.
1: I think I'm red for that's the that's the chubby guy from New Hope, right?
0: <laughs> oh, Porkins or whatever? That's Porkins, right? <laughs> I don't remember if there were any black pilots. Besides Finn, eventually.
2: Admiral Panaka flew
1: a plane at one point in the Lando's prequels.
0: Lando's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. There's definitely a black pilot in the new trilogy. Yeah. Because the black pilot and that alien whose race can't remember. Yeah, there's like
0: seven black people in Star Wars. I'm one of them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're one of them? Yeah. Yeah. It's Captain Panaka, who becomes Admiral Panaka. Lando
2: Pilot, whose name I forget. It's on post Team. And Finn. And Finn. And Lando's daughter,
1: Finn's boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever that that person's name. I can't remember her name.
0: All that fun stuff. Yeah. Anyways, squad. The girl from Solo? You're right.
1: The girl from Solo. Forgot about her.
0: She's real cool. Alright, Jake, give me another one.
1: Next up on my list, um, I've got, uh, again, another thing that's more of a newsy item, but again, we've talked about before, is Haven. Kind of co-op-y RPG um, that is coming out that we saw at Summer of Games. Uh, That was announced that that will launch with the consoles. So that will be uh, a next gen launch for haven so that uh that game had looked interesting to me and uh you know hopefully knowing that it's coming out with launch mean that's that it's coming out sooner rather than later and we'll start to get more and more info on it and you know what game will actually be but yeah that will is officially the xbox series x launch title so that was uh that was newsworthy enough for me to pay attention to that. Yeah,
0: I watched the video, and it's just, it's very pretty, of course. It's them, like, gliding around, and you're in this, like, whatever, the weird world you're in. And then they go into, like, a turn-based. It's weird. It seems like a timing-based RPG battle system where you're not necessarily just picking. It's like, oh, you're picking as things are happening. I don't know explain it exactly, but it's like, cleanse the world, go around this real pretty place, hang out with your, your partner. It, it does look nice and pretty. That, that's a launch game um, in the best way, like, mm-hmm. not, not knocking it, so that'll be a good time
1: show off some cool stuff that's right but yeah I don't, I don't think we got too much I think they did show some new footage but I don't think it was anything that really changed the way I looked at the game I think it was just more that it, the, the release info was really the stuff that was the, the new standouts for me for Haven
0: alright I will talk okay Jake you just sit down for a minute because everyone made fun of this game well you're already sitting down I know that uh, everyone made fun of this game I didn't care about it. I'm kind of excited. So what if I told you there was a game being made by a
2: developer that made two standout sports arcade games, and now they're making another one? I would ask you to list what standout sport arcade games
1: you're talking about. NBA
0: Playgrounds 1 and 2.
1: Not standouts, but go ahead.
0: (laughs) They're awesome. They're NBA Jam, the New Days.
1: Yes, I know. Speaking of New Day. Speaking of New Day.
0: WWE Battlegrounds. I have not cared about this game at all. I was like, hey, it'll be a weird (laughs) arcade thing. A lot of people are going to complain because it's a WWE game. Maybe they're right. I watched the Gamescom uh, demo. They had a four-player, like, Let's Play thing. Austin Creed was there. Um, I don't know, man. Watching that kind of was like, you know what? If this game isn't too expensive, I'm, I'm kind of thinking about jumping in. It's just like a fun arcade game, but it's a bunch of wrestlers.
1: Yeah, the joys, the joys of arcade focused games, I mean, they can just be kind of goofy and fun and do exactly the job. Like, the, the, weir- the problem, I think, that everyone gave you know, so much flack about WWE 2 K is those games are supposed to be like simulation games. Like, oh, they're so realistic, but it's like, this people are like falling into hell in this game. Like every time you turn around, and it's not like in like a a tongue in cheek way. It's like you thought you were doing something cool, and it's tragic. But like if you think you're doing something tongue in cheek, and you do, then like you did it, <laughs> mission accomplished. So like I think they have less of a uh, I think they have a lower background. As long as they can, you know have some fun with it and, and the moves are cool and each character feels unique. Then they, uh, you know, I think they're going to have something decent on their hands, but that looks like a $20 game for me. Probably. Yeah. Launch that way.
0: Yeah. And I'm, I'm getting it launches at 14, but when it's on sale for 20, I'll probably check again. Yeah. I just want like a dumb run around and throw people into out. Like it's just a silly arcade game and I have no problem with that. So the gameplay actually, it's about five minute video. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of sold on it. Like, for what what I'm expecting of it, it looks like that thing. It looks nice and fluid. Yeah.
1: You know, again, I'm not expectations. Like,
0: yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to do a backflip for it, but like, it looks like a fun time when it's on sale. I'll probably pick
2: it up. What do you got for me, Jay? So, next one that I saw that I had not heard of the game. I don't remember
1: if this was an announcement, or like a world premiere or not. Or if it was just something that slipped under my radar, and then now that I've seen it, it is very much on my radar. And that is Solasta, Crown of the Magister. It uh I don't think we saw too much in the the footage itself of what the game is really gonna be and how it'll play and everything, but the write-up, the little, you know, blurb that I saw that was kind of explaining what they talked about and saw. Um <clears throat> is that it is uh, entirely based on the gameplay mechanics of D&D 5th edition, which will be the first of its kind, I think, depending on when that or Baldur's Gate comes out first. I'm assuming Baldur's Gate, (coughs) they've adapted, and now it it will just be 5th edition D&D from everything I've seen. But, uh... Yeah, there's just not many of those. Most of even some of the ones that I've played recently are still kind of going off of like fourth edition stuff or even, you know, 3.5. Um So seeing that and like the actual little screen at the end showed the two dice next to each other and you know, I'm always drawn in by that kind of stuff because I love I love those systems. I loved those systems before I even knew I loved those systems. I was playing Kotor and I was like, This is great. How come more games don't have systems like this? And I was like, Oh, it's entirely based on Tabletops. This is I love it. This it, it started my my love for this for this uh, medium. So uh, yeah, I don't know much about what the game is or its plot or what's going to happen there. But at the rate they're trying to stick to what of that stuff is available to them, because they're obviously not Wizards of the Coast. Why would they, you know, work with someone else as they're making Baldur's Gate? But they're working with as much as they can and. Uh, I'm intrigued. Where I didn't know it existed before, I am actively going to be looking out for this game and and see what it can show us from here on out.
0: Yeah, one I'm hoping comes next gen consoles. There's a demo now, and then early access is this fall, so you can get on Steam right now and get a demo of it. Yeah, just it's D and D, the five E at the SRD stuff, so like the basic, the basic race, like the very base level stuff. But apparently, you can like roll your own characters. You're fighting those monsters, so like. There's a demo. I'll check out the demo. I haven't downloaded. It. I, I haven't played it yet. So I guess we'll see.
1: Downloading that tonight. Wonderful. It's like a good time. What do you got um, here, Adam?
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go to one that is definitely tied to Xbox. Outer Worlds DLC was showed off, and it looks like a fun time. It just reminds me I need to go back and finish Outer Worlds and then buy the DLC. Do it. So I'm gonna support those guys till the end of time. I just haven't finished it. I'm in the middle of. The main campaign for Outer Worlds. Uh, so I will finish that. Like I said, I will buy this DLC and I'll have a good time and I'll just sit patiently and wait for the one big game that we're really interested in. What was that one that looks like a good style? Avowed?
2: Avowed. Avowed. Yeah.
1: Yes. I've just been scouring subreddits for Avowed and the Project Eternity, which is the Pillars of Eternity subreddit, then you know, for content. For clues for a eval so yeah for anything topic but yeah it's just like <laughs> oh well this the wall from this could be uh from this scene and it's like yeah that's please give me all of that for the next five years while that game's being made but uh yeah we've we've we talked previously about outer Worlds dlc we just saw a little bit more of it and uh yeah uh we'll we'll see if i'm gonna play it we we'll talked about that i feel like i'm gonna have to play the whole the whole game over again to get into the DLC, or I'll wait and see how much DLC is getting put out, and then just do all of it at once.
0: Yeah, see if you were like me and you didn't finish most games, it's not, not hard to jump in in the middle and then you get just jump the right DLC. in. Yeah, That's
1: disgusting. <laughs> see that has the opposite problem where I jump back in and I go, "Who am I? What was I doing? What are my abilities? How do I do this person's characters, objects, adjectives, anything? <laughs> like it's, all of it's wrong, like." I think I went from playing uh, one game right back into. I haven't played Ghost of Tsushima in a couple days, and I was like trying to block, and it was just buttons weren't working. So I can't even imagine. <laughs> just like, it,
0: how do it, you sword?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I don't remember how to. What's the block button? And then I actually like throw a fucking dagger at somebody, and I'm like, yep, that's not the one. But he's dead still, so I think it worked. But yeah, best best of luck to you, sir. On remembering how games work.
0: <laughs> uh, what is what you got for me now?
1: So uh, there's one that I noticed here, and I didn't know about the first one. there's something I just missed, or if I saw it, and maybe they've changed enough that something in the sequel is standing out to be more. But Eight Bit Adventures Two was shown, um, and it looks very much like an uh, an homage or a you know a highlighting of very classic RPGs. It looks like a dragon warrior game uh from like the NES era, but with almost like with Super Nintendo style art. But it's very much like the um uh you know, large overworld, lots of towns and things to do it in the center when you fight them and you're kind of seeing the characters from the back and they've got their little menus below them, kind of like Earthbound or like how Dragon Warrior looked on NES um and I love those kinds of games and I wish that everyone hadn't abandoned turn-based RPGs for like big budget games. So I have to support the small ones at every chance that I get, especially if they're any sort of good. I'm like, well, I have to buy you to show people that people do care about these and would pay money for ones that were made with more money put into them. So please keep doing that. I miss you, Tokyo RPG factory. Um, Just, yeah, I I will uh, absolutely be keeping my eye on this game and probably buying it and playing it whenever it comes out.
0: See, this is why Gamescom is such a cool thing to have. was like, you never knew about this game. Now everyone knows about it. And like you said, support it and then you can keep getting games like this. And you never would have been able to play a game like this, you know, or you wouldn't have known about it as easily. But get a cool conference, you know, it's one of the highlighted games.
2: And here you are supporting a cool developer, hopefully. And I'm gonna look into the first one because I don't know similar, but I this is the second one in the series and it looks yeah it looks great, um,
1: and I absolutely want to play it. But I'm definitely gonna look into the first one in the meantime and see if that makes any difference for me and my uh, my journey in waiting for two to come out. But yeah, it looks really cool and the art looks really great. It's It's got that great balance of the little sprite looks like, you know, the old NES people, but all of the enemies look really elaborate in the 2D art and all of the environments look the same way. But it's just uh, it's it looks like a great balance of old and new
2: that I don't think I've seen in a while. Cool.
0: Cool. All right. I'm going to go on to this might have been one of the bigger ones from the show, but unknown nine. I don't know exactly what the game is. It's just a CG trailer. And apparently, they're like, it's a story world. So they're going to have books, comics, podcasts, whatever. They're, they're trying to jumpstart a franchise. It's a brand new IP. And the idea is that it's real world, but we're dealing with like cryptid and like conspiracy theory, that sort of stuff. The trailer is a little girl. She's hiding something in a wall. She runs away. Some dude, some other kids are about to beat her up. And then she like, Freezes time and like has precognitive abilities and sees what the kid's about to do and moves out of the way. I was like, I don't know what this is supposed to be. This might end up being dumb, but you got me. Like, that is a if you have a minute and 25 seconds to impress somebody, they did it. And uh, that's coming to next gen. And I'm very interested. They've definitely piqued my interest. Like, it just looks again, God knows what it actually is. The idea is very, very good. And I think this is one of the better trailers that
1: we've seen uh, at the show yeah it was a very intriguing trailer to say that uh it definitely gives you that vibe as soon as you watch that thing happen. you're like, okay, I understand like this is clearly them showing us like, this mechanic we're building around, and there will be a little bit of that like time stop or something or however they phrase it, but you know what does the actual game become and what how does that look but it was yeah, it was definitely an impressive trailer, and uh the name i got to do something about the name. Because I saw the trailer a couple days past. We're doing this stuff today. And you said you were going to talk about this game. And I was like, yeah, I remember that. But I don't remember anything about it. And as so you started describing the trailer, I'm like, oh, yeah, the awesome one? Okay, I totally forgot. Sorry. But, yeah, Unknown 9. It's going to stay Unknown 9. With a name like Unknown 9. We'll see, Also, I do, I do remember this, though. The logo had an emblem behind it. Where it said unknown and it looked like the Pokemon Unknown. I don't know oh, if that on shit. purpose. It lo- it looked like one of the unknown ones.
2: The real maybe Pokemon
0: confirmed? maybe this is a Pokemon game. <laughs> I love this maybe. theory.
1: Maybe. The same way people were like Octopath, they're gonna change the name and it's gonna be Final Fantasy sixteen or whatever it was. This is this is my new my new headcanon is that Unknown Nine is a Pokemon game. They're just waiting to reveal it.
0: Hmm.
1: Let's, let's see if that happens.
0: Over, under. I'll make a bet with you right now. <laughs> Put it in the
1: books. There we go. Put it in the books. I won my last bet that we made. What was the last bet? It was off camera, I think, but Adam bet me that I would cry more than once in Spiritfarer, mm, and I did true. not. I Good also point, did though. not get that far, and I got close once already. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. by the time I beat that game, maybe this is an ongoing bet, but so far I'm winning.
0: It might it might flip around. You, you might be right. Okay. Um, so everything else is from my list, but is there anything you want to pick off so I don't just keep talking?
1: Yeah, so there was one thing that I didn't put on my list because it was on yours. Um,
2: and that was the one we've talked about before, and that's Werewolf the Apocalypse. Um, yeah, again, we've talked about our
1: love for, for most things tabletop RPG, and that is another game based off of one of those uh a you know brother slash you know sister uh game to like the vampire the masquerade um and we talked recently about those game that game's development so i don't know if it's I, I didn't i didn't think to check beforehand to see if that's coming from the same people or if the you know the game developers of the rpg licensed it out to different companies but that part makes me a little nervous but um you know, it's still we did see some more of that and uh I'm looking forward to that game. So seeing more of it was cool and you know, I'm
2: uh I like tabletop RPGs, especially werewolves? Could it play as a werewolf? Like I can't think of a game that's good
1: that's done that in a while, but looks like it should be exciting. What'd you think about it?
0: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm. I think it's different developers. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, just that company is licensing that all the tabletop RPGs. I stuff.
1: would imagine they're this. They're this close to each other. There's no way it'd be the same. But. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I don't know when I turned into a like a preteen girl where I'm just like vampires and werewolf RPGs. Let's go. <laughs> but now I'm I'm excited for them. Like I said, vampire looks good. I've heard good things. Werewolf I haven't heard anything about, but it's like mm, it's an RPG tabletop RPG werewolf. Uh, yeah. Trailers keep looking good. I want to see some gameplay, but
1: uh, I'm down for it. Yeah, because this was just more
2: cinematic, right? I don't think any of that was gameplay in this trailer. I believe. Is, is that correct? Uh, okay, yes. He's signaling me through the camera. That- yes, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's
1: just a cinematic trailer for, yeah, Werewolf the Apocalypse Earthblood, but um, you know, more is always good. So that's uh, Wolf the Apocalypse.
0: Yeah. Uh, next, I'm going to take this one. I kind of feel sorry for this game. It looks interesting, <laughs> but I think it's Origami too. It's Origami, but with an A instead of an L. It is... Honestly, it looks like Ghost of Tsushima or Assassin's Creed on a smaller budget. Uh, but it has co-op. So I thought that was interesting. And your ninja has shadow powers. I was like, very interesting. Also, we have Ghost of Tsushima and Assassin's Creed. Like, you're literally, like, jumping into tall grass and, like, pulling people's bodies into it. Uh, I don't know if I'm ever going to play this game, but I like the idea of playing as... I like those kinds of games. Like, I love Assassin's Creed. Ghost of Tsushima is my jam. Like, the exact game I was most excited for on PS4. So, stealth action co-op ninjas with Shadow Powers? Sure, I don't know if that game's going to turn out good, but the idea is interesting to me.
2: Yeah, interesting to see
1: that in co-op form. I'm having trouble thinking of a game that's that's done that. That's Apart from, like, you know, I think some old Splinter Cells had stuff you could do in multiplayer, but um, especially recently in the era of uh, you know, open world, stealth, assassin takedowns, doing that co-op, I don't think I can think of a good example for seeing that, so that's I think that's their selling point there, is that they've got something unique, and maybe there's some cool tag team stuff you can do, or one
2: serves behind them, and shadow power people, but yeah, interesting concept. We'll see what happens when it comes out, but yeah, it definitely is it's, it's you know, uh what's the, uh Thinking of Mark of the Ninja, but co-op is that?
0: I don't think it was co-op, but Mark of the Ninja yeah. is fantastic.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking of it. Looks like that, but but co-op,
0: 3D and co-op, yeah,
1: yeah, should be a good time. The vibe I'm getting.
0: Also on here, just a real quick one. It don't think it matters.
1: Also, real quick, okay. I was just looking over yeah. the trailer, and that's definitely a Shogun with a so, not just stealth. Like this person has a flame sword and is chopping people down in the middle of a giant city. That's the bad guys. Well, that's the bad guy. The bad guy's well, in flame swords. I got excited for a second. But <laughs> well, that's fine. I can. Well, it'll. Okay. It's not fine, actually. You know, you just say you're fine. You're not fine.
0: <laughs> that classic means the dog in the house on fire. I'm Let's fine. Continue, this is sorry. fine. <laughs> uh, a real quick one. Because right now it's only a PC game. But the last spell. So the last spell, they describe it as. A tactical turn-based RPG. It's a turn-based strategy gameplay with roguelike mechanics. Um, pretty much, it's like, hey, we got to get the wizard to the town, the last human city, to do a spell so the undead stop killing everybody. Um, and it's pretty much. It reminds me of Into the Breach, which is a fantastic turn-based strategy game, um, and it has roguelike elements. So it's like, and it also looks uh, like a Command and Conquer or Age of Empires. It's like, hey, build your city. Do whatever you got to do, you know, get your defenses built up, get your heroes out there, and then you get attacked by swarms of enemies, and then you use your turn-based strategy to go defend the city and try to get you the last spell off. And then I'm assuming if you die, you get to keep upgrades, because that's what roguelites are. So the idea of it was cool. I think, again, it's only a PC-only game. But it looks like Into the Breach mixed with magic, so that's a good time.
1: Yeah, I really liked the things that stood out for me is the art from that trailer. It's got, you know, the kind of top-down, grid-based look, but it, uh, seeing a lot of, like, the spells activate and the way stuff looks, like, that, it looks great. Uh, the animation on some of those abilities looks really cool, and that that's always a really a really nice selling point for, uh, you know, games that are 2D-based or top-down is if you can make some really great... I don't even know if it's hand-drawn. Probably not, but it still it just looks... It looks really cool. And some of those effects are always nice to see. <clears throat> and uh yeah, I'm going to check that out. I I'm I am notoriously bad at as much as I love turn-based RPGs, I am terrible at like tactical grid-based RPGs.
2: Terrible. Uh,
0: my I've number wanted, one favorite <laughs> like genre of game.
1: I've wanted to
2: play so many my entire life and I've played a lot of them. I'm just so About the times I started playing Front Mission on Super Nintendo, which is a, uh,
1: uh, um, for, you know, if we have younger listeners, was a, uh, a grid based uh, game where you had like mechs and you're all, you, it's like a mech team and you can customize the mechs and color them and there's a whole ton of customization options for the Super Nintendo, which was like not a thing. And you could pick which kind of weapon and armor every different tank had and spend your stuff and you go through all these quests and stuff, and I was just so, so bad at it. And I would always get to one specific part, and that was always where I would start to lose, and I could never beat this one battle. So I would just start the game over and play up to that battle all the time and never beat it, and just kept playing through and have, and enjoying that first, the first however many, however long of front mission. And the Final Fantasy Tactics went the same way, like, there's just too many examples of me going, like, this game's so awesome. I really wish I was good at it. <laughs> I'm just not. And uh, as I've seen people play XCOM, I've just resol- or, like relegated myself to just watching a friend of mine play XCOM 2 and go, like, man, that looks like a lot of fun. It's going to be fun from over here.
0: <laughs> as as I'm going to say it, one, of, one of the best games ever made. Can't play it. Oh, God. XCOM is yeah, so good. As
1: soon as I start playing it, I'm going to be like, this game sucks because <laughs> I'm bad at it. Fine. So I just, I'm just going to not do that to myself because it looks really cool. Uh, but yeah, so this game will be more of that. And same thing, I bought Into the Breach. I'm batted Into the Breach. I'm just going to go, I'm going to watch Rince repeat myself with, with tactical grid based RPGs and keep Man. liking them and, and only getting so far. But you no, know
0: it's wild as one of my games that I keep pounding for as a launch game is uh, Gears Tactics, and that seems like it's going to be a no go for you. <laughs>
1: I, I like Gears. I'll play it. <laughs> I'll play it and we'll see how it goes. Now, I'm better at those than I am at strategy games, like StarCraft, and I am absolutely garbage. Drexel I'm not quick enough for
0: real-time strategy games anymore. No. I, just, I can't click enough, yeah.
1: Garbage. Uh, it's I'm so bad. Like, I play those games like I play The Sims, where I'm just like... Oh, cool! And I'll put a little, I'll put a little barracks here, and I'll put a little stable here, and we'll make some horses and put them in front of the town, and that's nice. Well, so like, but these guys need a job. Let's make him go chop trees, and then I'm like, oh no, invaders! What here? And then uh, my game's over.
0: Yeah, and then an enemy of like he's advanced <laughs> to like the new age. He's got like spaceships and stuff. Like, what in the world? <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm like, ah, oh, this is terrible. But yeah, I still have a lot of fun playing those games. I do them wrong, and I'm bad at them. I'm good. I like. I'm good at Civilization. I can do that. Does that count?
0: Kind of. That's a four X like, game, but like it's similar-ish. Yeah.
1: yeah,
0: Civ is good. I'm oh, my- meaning to
1: play the space one. It's been, only been out for like six years. I have no yeah. excuse, but they've <laughs> only made a
0: new Civilization since then. <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> The last game on my list, which is is interesting because it is a Game Pass game, it is one of the newer ones. But Drake Hollow. The village building action game from the makers of Flame in the Flood. Uh, you pretty much you build up a village, um, you protect these little vegetable dudes called drakes from the evil bad guys that are trying to kill them. Uh, to me, it looks like Fortnite's save the world single player mode.
1: But I was thinking what Fortnite started out as. Yeah,
0: yeah, it looks like what Fortnite originally started as. Um, but again, I like that studio Flame in the Flood is Flame in the Flood is a fantastic game everyone should try that out. And again, this is on game pass now because it dropped the day that the, that the trailer came out and I am willing to give it a try. This is also like a multiplayer. I'm again, it's, it's pretty much Fortnite. Um, and I'm willing to play that with some friends and my kid and it looks real, real real cute and real fun. So that was a nice, interesting surprise drop out of nowhere.
1: Yeah. That was there available. Now. Yeah, that was, that was on game. Pass. Yeah. I like a good, uh, like I was talking about Age of Empires. I like a good town builder. <laughs> I just want to build my cute little town and defend it from monsters and especially this one has talking vegetables and uh and you know, weird shadow monsters. It looks like it uh like it could be fun. And uh and it's on Game Pass. So, you know, very little barrier for entry when they go, "Hey, here's a cool game and play it right now." But
0: awesome. All right, that's Everything at Gamescom that we thought was interesting. There's tons of other stuff. Again, there's so many trailers. Just find a website.
1: Yeah. If you care trailers, about, if you care about dogs being in Sea of Thieves, or uh, some free-to-play game called Genshin Impact that looks like it's a Zelda ripoff, and Street Fighter characters coming into Summoners War, Ace Combat Seven. There's lots of things to be found. Uh, Call of Duty. Oh yeah, Call of Duty is pretty important. but Me and Adam both kind of I don't care, care about it. I so. mean,
2: Call of Duty Cold War. I mean, cool. <laughs> the war is cold. Just like my feelings like on it. this game. Or zombie. Um,
1: yeah, there's a, there's other stuff that was announced, but these are the ones that we deemed most important and most relevant of discussion. Uh, and that means they are the most important and most relevant of discussion. We're the number one podcast in Germany.
2: That's
0: right. Germany's number one Xbox podcast from people from Kentucky and South Carolina. Yeah. Very specifically.
1: It's a weird mix, but, you know.
0: for there They like like
1: it. They like it, yeah. (laughs) All
0: right. We're going to go on to what we've been playing. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and start just because I want to get this out of the way. I play, I bought Control on PC. And everyone, it was the complete edition or the whatever. All the DLC stuff. The edition you have to buy for $60 if you want the free next-gen upgrade is the version that I bought. I bought it on Steam for $30. Mm -hmm. I tried out ray tracing. I literally maxed out every setting on the game and turned on ray tracing. Oh, my God. It's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Ray tracing is the future. I've seen ray tracing videos, but to see it in person... It's like, oh, my God. Yeah, I'm so hyped for next gen. And well, I'll just keep playing my PC. But control it's ridiculous how good that game looks with all the it's just like, hey, you want what you know you know what real lights look like? Yeah, this is the game. And because, you know, the game is just like a big office building. So every floor is like waxed and shiny and like, oh, God, I just it's it's insane. So I'm very excited for the I love Remedy. I don't mind giving them another $30. I already bought it once. I'm not giving them $60 to play it on console. Sorry. I love you guys, but 505, I'm not giving you that much money. But yeah, control ray traced maxed out settings and I'm pretty sure it's we're going to get on the next gen consoles. It is worth it. Like it's not it's not like a jump when we had from standard definition to high definition. Of course, people have said that, but the jump it's noticeable. Like I play that and I'm like, "Oh yeah, this is definitely I can tell the difference." It is who boy, I had a, a real good time.
2: That's nice. Yeah,
1: I, I feel like they're doing a really good job of highlighting the custodial crew of the control building. Which made everything look very shiny. Very proud of them.
0: Like, um, when you first meet the custodian, you can look... I don't know if this is the normal version, but you can... If you look at an angle, the light coming in from one of the offices next to him reflects off of the floor and you can see the little mop circle marks on the ground. Like very, but depending on the angle you look at, they'll look differently because the lighting it's, it's wild. Like you can look, you can look in picture frames and you know, like when you get a glare, whenever you turn glass a certain way, Mm -hmm. it does it like there's a picture frame with her picture as a director. And it's like, Oh, there's a glare because I looked in this exact, I looked in this way in this angle and there's the glare from the light behind it. That's in crazy, in a picture frame, just randomly on, on, on a wall. So as a small one,
2: not a big one. Oh boy. Yeah. I'm very That's happy. Nice. That's nice. The benefits of next gen today on PC. It's
1: a little shit, but I really care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fair though. That's fair. That's like, it's, I'm glad we've evolved past just sports trailers. But like, look how much sweat they have. That's the next gen that Zion Williams is so sweaty isn't that great? I like it. We're like, no, 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 look how clean the floors are. Look how dirty the floors are. You can tell exactly where that guy just mopped. And he didn't mop rags, he left the streaks. And it's like, that's unbelievable. <laughs> but yeah, so I yeah. do not have a computer that can do that. So I'll be looking forward to next gen with the rest of us. It's a very good time.
0: And in Control, again, awesome game. Everyone check it out. Also played uh, a couple hours of Wasteland 3. It's fantastic. Do you like Fallout 2? Fallout 1? Do you like, well, I didn't like Wasteland 2 that much. But do you like old school CRPG? Fucking so make a random thing and these crazy characters and yeah, it's it's great. I love it. Um, It is exactly what I wanted. I wanted Fallout Two in 2020, and they delivered on it. And it's in snow. That's so a good time. But it's all the weird, quirky stuff that those old games had, and that's a great team. And I'm happy that uh, again that game is also on Game Pass available right now. And the game is awesome. I think everyone checked it out. If you, I mean. You know what you're looking for if you're interested in Wasteland Three, and I'm thinking so far, it
1: delivers. Yeah, that's on my download list, and uh, one that I foresee us talking about in the future, um, in a in a professional setting. Ooh, professional. As as this is professional business, professional. In case you can't tell by my New York Knicks basketball shorts, I'm in professional business professional garb right now. You know, um. As far as what I've been playing, I am... Uh, as much as I like it, and I don't want to rush the end of it, I am trying to beat Ghost of Tsushima. And I'm close. I'm in Act 3, finally. And uh, they've really ramped up the story, and uh, I- I'm I'm really interested to see how they end everything, and this game is great. Um, but I want to finish it, because I want to play Avengers on Friday, feeling bad, not not beating the last game that I that I, the last big game that I bought I bought a lot of games between Ghost and now because I am who I am and they just sit in my Steam catalog or wherever it is but um, yeah, I'm going to try to knock out Ghost this play Avengers Guild Free on Friday and uh, yeah, so that's, that's pretty much all I've been playing, that and our impact this week that we'll discuss uh, in, in our next segment
0: So Ghost I know you're trying to finish it up so you're, you know kind of just getting through it, but you still enjoy it? Even all this way through, you think it's Oh, like, yeah. Yes. Awesome. That's good to hear.
1: Yeah. Um, the the downside of Act 3, and it's, I don't know if it's the downside even, but there's far less to do in Act 3, but there's also some narrative reasons for that, and there's like environmental reasons for that. Like The farther north you get, you're in like the, the far north of Japan, and it's getting colder, and it's a little more mountainous. So there's a lot less things just scattered about because, you know, basically, you know, every time you take a fort or like a, a specific like uh, camp from the Mongols, it explodes the giant puff of smoke on the map and reveals a bunch of things and any of the any of the, uh, you know, areas of interest. It kind of shows you the question mark for and gives you things. Well, there's been about four maybe of those camps that I've taken over and when it puffs the cloud of smoke. There's nothing in that ring. So it's just a lot more empty in Act 3 than it has been in Act 1 and 2. Where usually you get, you puff one of those things of smoke and two or three, maybe even more, show up. But there's been a handful where just nothing is there. And I go, okay, cool. Big empty area, don't really need to explore too much. So um, I'm probably not going to spend as much time like snaking through the map and to get all of the fog uncovered. And get all of the map. I'm probably going to just hit the quest, and it'll probably kind of do that for me. But uh, yeah, it's it's still a very good game. I am at a point now. I think I I I don't know. It's again. It's not it's not a flaw. It's just I did too much too early. So I have everything unlocked. Like all of my skill trees are finished. Everything, uh, the ghost stuff, the samurai stuff, the different fighting styles, all maxed out. All of the different like map exploration things that you can buy, so like you can set it to where it'll take you to the nearest like shrine or fox den. I bought all of those, and there's still game left. So it's always it's always strange to me whenever it's like your character is complete, you have every single ability, and the game's still not not done, and there's still a lot of other things to do side quest included so again that's my fault for doing everything every single thing I could find in act 1 and 2 that I'm I'm a little ahead of the game but um, I always wish they just accounted for stuff like that a little more once I get to the end of games instead of just now I'll be like you know completing things and taking over quests and it's like you did it no experience no item because I've already maxed out all my items so like Here's some bamboo. And I go, great, I, mean, I have nothing to spend bamboo on. So yeah. but that's again my fault.
0: That's probably why the end of the game is lighter, because they probably assume, <laughs> they assume we're playing, that people were gonna yeah. do all that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And if you didn't do that, then you're not missing anything. Yeah. So if you did do that, it's like, ooh, you did all the stuff. Well let's call it a day. But um Yeah, but it's uh it's still very fun. And um I just unlocked the last like cool ability you can do. And uh, so now I literally have all the abilities and everything in the game, and it's it's fun. It gives some cool variety to fights when you've got so many options. Or I'll start off a fight and, like, I think I just took over a town and, like, threw a firecracker right And, like, it pulled in, like, nine people. And then I threw in one of the black powder bombs. And I've got, like, a, a charm that makes it so they all do extra, like, burn damage and they stay on fire longer. And I just took out, like, the entire camp in one move. And I was like, great! Siege weapons work. <laughs> Lure everyone to one spot and throw, <laughs> throw a grenade at them. Samurai.
0: Molotov's work.
1: <laughs> samurai. That's samurai life for you. There you go. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's cool doing the different, you know, having the different combos of abilities now. As as of every everything, you're, you know, literally have every option to do whatever you want. But uh, yeah, it's a good game.
2: Cool. Awesome.
0: All right. We're going to go ahead and move into Game Pass Weekly. There's some new games out. Jake, run me through
1: the list. So, uh, nothing new announced as far as... Again, they announced so many coming soon two weeks ago that I think they're just putting out those games. Or a couple of them they announced were coming out right now, as we discussed earlier. But uh, yeah, so uh, new games that are officially already out right now on console and PC are Tell Me Why, uh, Hypnospace Outlaw, Wasteland Three and Double Kick Heroes, and out now on just console, not on PC, is Drake's uh, Drake's Hollow, which is the the one they announced and dropped right there at the time of the show. Um, now maybe that will come to PC at some point, but as of right now, it is just on Game Pass on PC or on console. And uh, again, nothing new announced as far as coming soon. It's coming soon information.
2: Okay,
0: yeah, good, pretty good week, some good stuff. I'm very excited to. I mean, I'm already playing one of those games, so I'm excited to play maybe one or two of the other ones as well. All right, so we're going to go into a review from last week. We played Battletoads. Uh, I guess I'll kick this off. Uh, I played, You said, we we agreed uh, beforehand. We were in the middle of Act Two or sometime in Act Two. Um, I will say that the cutscenes, I've (laughs) been watching Harley Quinn on HBO Max, and the cutscenes remind me very much of a Harley Quinn style, very silly. Over the top, kind of a weird story that they're having fun with. The gameplay, I have, I enjoy. I like switching. I've been playing by myself again. This game has a three player co op local only, which is weird. Whatever. Yeah,
1: no online.
0: Um, but I like just switching between uh pimple,
1: Zitz, and rash,
0: rash, and eczema, which is the secret fourth character when you beat. Secret the fourth game.
1: character, eczema. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but no, it's been a good time, man. I've, I, you know, I've been. Uh, running around beating the stuff up, learning how to do combos, juggling people in the air. Uh, I got to the speeder bike level. I beat it on my first try without a single death. That was awesome because I remember that in the old one is very difficult to do.
2: A
1: whole speeder bike level?
2: Yeah, the speeder bike level. The one right no before way. the junkyard. Yeah.
1: yeah, No, I know the level you're talking about.
2: Yeah. I did it without dying, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: With any of the frogs? No, no, I mean lost like, he, he, once. Okay. Yeah, okay. I would
0: lose a frog, but then I would get through it without restarting. restart. That's what I mean. Yeah. You know, I wasn't perfect. <laughs> no, okay. no,
1: no. I was good I got enough through, to not have to I got through two or three of those segments without losing anybody. And the last one or two got me. Yeah. But uh are definitely not as hard as the <laughs> as no. the, the Super Nintendo bike level.
0: No, not as bad. But it was a good time. And uh yeah, I mean it's a fun game. I think it's quirky. I like the uh the sense of humor on it. Uh the main thing is like it's a beat-em-up. Like it, it, that's what it is. It's nothing really special or spectacular. Uh, I think out of the two that we reviewed, I think it's better than Streets Rage 4 by far. Just on the fact that it's not slow as hell. I think Streets Rage 4 does not play the way I want it to play. I'm sure that's how Streets Rage fans want it to play. That's not how I want to play those kind of games. So if we're comparing it to that. I think it's better but that's my initial thoughts I didn't finish it like I said Fun time, goofy I think it's better than Streets of Rage 4
1: But Jake, how do you feel? I think this is another one of the times we're going to disagree on I thought Streets of Rage 4 was better than Battletoads I think the cutscenes alone make Battletoads probably more entertaining is the word I'll use because I loved all the cutscenes and the actual story and the, and them, you know, it, I thought it was legitimately funny and it made me laugh. Um, which is, it's a Battletoads game. So, uh, yeah, I, good for, I, I, I didn't, you know, I thought of like, okay, it will be goofy and cringy? But I was like, no, I was like, some of this is legitimately pretty funny. When they're doing their <laughs> and,
0: new jobs and you're like stamping papers dude, or like all that stuff.
1: I, I love forget. stuff like that in any <laughs> game that gives me a. A weird gameplay thing like that, and I can't even think of any other examples because it's so few and far between. But I love that part so much. When the the, ver- the the second level is them at is the the exercise in in whatever the mundane or whatever the name of the level, is. and it's you're having to hit the button combos for him to type up an email and listen to his coworkers talk shit about him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's so good. And then the, <laughs> uh, the big dude gives a massage and you're like, you's the
1: masseuse and he loves it. Yeah, he doesn't want to because he found a true calling as a masseuse. Yeah, that stuff is great. I honestly would, would watch like the same way I used to go back and watch like the God of War 2 cutscenes compilation on YouTube. I'd probably watch the Battletoads ones just to kind of see the story play out and, and laugh and probably it's legitimately funny all the way through, I'd imagine. But I, I just didn't have that much fun actually playing it. I didn't think there was anything uh, too new or interesting with the like the gameplay mechanics. Um, like I guess it had some like the pull to you was nice, where you can do like your your L L two and X pull the enemies in instead of you know they're ranged enemies so you can pull them to you. But then you could freeze the ones. But it was uh, yeah. I it hits a point where you start doing stuff and they just uh the farther you get in where they just like you walk into an area and they spawn right on top of you like fifteen enemies, and it's like well this is just this is just nonsense like this I'm just like these dudes are just throwing bubble gum at me like every time I turn around and you get hit like once and you're dead i do I did really like the the swapping mechanic as far as like, instead of having lives you you know Playing is rash, and you lose all your health, and it swaps you in with another character, and that character starts onto their like death timer, and they can you know respawn. And um, I thought that was really interesting. I, I don't think I've ever seen that in a game, but I also can't think of any beat 'em ups I've played where they specifically like you know rely on the the three specific characters. There hasn't really been like a turtles game like that. That would be the closest I could think of where there's a distinct difference between, like, you know, Donatello and Raph and Michelangelo, like how there were on, like, Turtles in Time. But, like, I'm trying to think of, like, uh, like Streets of Rage. They're, they're different characters, but there's nothing, like, linked to that team necessarily that would mean, like, oh, well, Alex, this other person. So, but it was, uh, I thought that was really interesting and a cool way to avoid the, like, the, the, how many lives do you have issue. And also, like the "we're going to kill you" thing. <laughs> it's just, but here's here's how your lives are. You have two lives,
2: and they are the other Toads. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just didn't. Um, I didn't. Uh, maybe it's just the the
1: gameplay didn't feel quite as clean as Streets of Rage. The Streets of Rage is a little slower, but it did feel like super clean, and everything felt right. And some of the time playing this, I didn't exactly get that. Um, and it felt a little repetitive sometimes like the combos I don't, there were sometimes where i don't i don't think there was much of a benefit to doing like the heavy attack inside of the combo because they it's like you know almost all of them are big aoe things the person you're trying to hit if it's one enemy and the launches don't always one of them the launch does it the way i like it to where you launch and then it you jump up into the air with the enemy and you start an air combo but only one in the movie, even the Toads had that, but it was yeah, it was cool. It was fun. I I made it a point to beat Streets of Rage. I did not feel like I wanted to spend the time beating this one throughout the week.
0: Yeah, that was the opposite for me. Where I, yeah. I, I think they're very similar. I think that Battle Toads has different stuff that makes it more interesting and not yeah. as straightforward. Um, that's just where we disagree. I just Streets of Rage is so slow. I, I can't do it. Yeah. It's, it's just so slow. This again, you're right. Like it's not like. Battletoads doesn't have revolutionary beat 'em up gameplay. Like it's very, like yeah. normal whatever gameplay. But I just like that it's a look, li- especially again, I forget which one. There's literally one character who's just super fast. Like it's you got a fast, you got a medium, and you got a big guy. And the fast guy is super fast. Like this feels way better than anything.
1: Street what Street. was his heavy move? Did he throw the fish around, or was no, it the it uh, the the robot one? He had the big robot arms and he would shoot. The yeah, thing. it was like the
0: robot cannon. Yeah, oh, that's so the
1: that's, fast. Um, that's the leader. That is Rash. Zitz is the sunglasses one.
2: Yeah, it's that not one sunglasses. Made, that one good. made
1: me laugh. That one made me laugh a lot. And he goes, yeah. uh, Rash, the, the leader. Pimple, the strong one. Zitz, the sunglasses one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a good time. But yeah, I'm with you. Like, I don't think it's earth changing, but I think that yeah. I battled those games 2020.
1: Definitely not bad. It's a good game. I'd say it's and, a good game.
0: Yeah, and I'll die on the hill that I think it's more <laughs> fun to play than Streets of Rage for, but again, that's all speed for me because Streets of Rage to me is so dang slow. Yeah. I not do it. Either way, I would still say that it's just as a download. I wouldn't buy this game if it was my own yeah, money. Yeah,
1: that's fair. That was the thing too. If Streets of Rage only turned around for me once I unlocked and you could actually dash around the level some, but if I was still stuck playing like you did one of the first two people, I would probably definitely agree with you. But once I got that character, I was like, I'm never moving off of him for the time I play this entire game. Yeah.
2: That's the
0: thing. I think all three of these players three of these characters are fun to play, and that the yeah. ones at the yeah. beginning of Streets of Rage 4 are not fun to play.
1: That's very true. That's a good point. Uh, I didn't yeah, really yeah. think about the yeah, I was thinking about the game, I guess. But yeah, if I was stuck playing the first three people, Streets of Rage, right? Starts off yeah. with three characters.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's
1: 30. fair. I would much rather play as Zitzpimple or Rash than either of the three starter characters. Three or four starter characters. Streets of Rage. But the unlockable guy you get is He's good. Yeah. I'll take him out of out of the group of eight. Um yeah, I, I I wanna What what a weird world we live in where I want to not play the gameplay and watch the story of a <laughs> battle. <toads>. That's wild. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought? Who'd have thought that I'm like, ugh, I gotta slog through this gameplay to get to the cutscenes. <laughs> I'll it's those, fine. It's those fun. toads,
0: man, they're so good. All right. I like so some you... of the
1: little. I like some of the little puzzly stuff they did, mm-hmm. where you know you're shooting things in the background and yeah, uh, you know,
2: Popping finding balloons. little collectibles
1: throughout the level. Yeah, and the little, uh you know, um, the one did you get to the? uh You're in like a like a mall almost. You're going through like a market at one so. point, and there's a well. There's like a big safe combination on the wall and uh, it's just gibberish alien letters, mm-hmm. and you're like, well, I don't have no idea what these could be, but you see a sign in the back of it, and it's like, you know, uh, it's got little emblems of 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 uh, tools, like boots and a chainsaw and an axe, and you're like, what in the world does that mean? But then backtrack, and you realize that through the shop, all of those items are all for sale, and they've got their labels are written in alien language, so you have to go like get the 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 symbol from the shop and then run back over to the safe and punch them all in and you just get one of those little yellow pyramid things it's a collectible, but I thought that was clever. I was struggling with that for a bit because I didn't pay attention to the stuff in the background at first, and I was like, what? How am I supposed to know what Chainsaw an alien is? This is ridiculous. <laughs> I'm an idiot. There it is, but... Interesting.
0: Yeah, so would like you stuff. say download, not buy? It's a download.
1: It's a download, mm-hmm. yeah. Cool. cool. Well... Yeah, it's definitely not a don't. There's almost never going to be a don't on here. It's free. Oh, you have we've, the done, service.
0: we've done a don't before.
1: Which one do we do for don't?
0: Kingdom Hearts 3. Don't even bother.
2: <laughs> I don't oh, care if it's free. Almost, Don't waste your time. I
1: almost got my sweet tea. I know. I about that. Don't waste your yep, time. That's fair. Okay. All
0: right. That was our in-depth review of Battletoads, which is available on Game Pass. Feel free to give us suggestions for what game we pick each week our new game for next week. We've had this on the list for a little while. I'm very interested to play it. It is a noir murder mystery style game called Night Call. It is on Game Pass. Night Call, check it out. It looks interesting and different. I love noir stuff. And we're going to try it out and see what it is. I don't know anything about this game besides that it's a noir murder mystery and you got to do taxi fares every night. Sounds good to me. We'll try it out and see what happens.
1: Yeah, your character is accused of murder and you have to uh, try to prove your own innocence by a certain date, or else they're going to arrest you, because you were you know, a series of unfortunate events led to you being seen, and you know that your character didn't do it, but um, no one else believes you. So you have to prove your own innocence, and you're doing that by interrogating people in your taxi and trying to get information about what happened. It's interesting, it's a dialogue dialogue-driven narrative choices leading to you deciding you know whether or not you're going to be or in prison
2: and apparently we should have different playthroughs because
0: i believe the killer's different
1: every time you play
0: or can be different oh interesting i might be crazy i might be making that up but i think it's kind of like a procedural thing in there where things can change up hmm. all right uh thank you for joining us this week on xbox quest leave a five-star review share us with a friend feel free to follow us on social media at xbox quest If you want to join in on the show, suggest a topic, uh, tell us how you feel about Game Pass Weekly Game, or ask us anything in general, feel free to shoot us an email, xboxquestpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you, Jake, for joining me on our journey. We'll continue our journey with Xbox next week. Have a good one, y'all.
2: And we out.